nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable comments. But yeah, get, getting old is uh, it just creeps up on you, and it's just so many subtle reminders of the fact that you're old, like, like I I, I was like, oh damn, yo, I remember how Pop Tarts used to be. They're like, hmm, I'm like, hmm, I'm like, yeah, these have more filling. Like, what you mean? Like, and they're just like, oh yeah, I just wait a minute, they got double stuffed Pop Tarts now. No, Extra no, filling? they no. Like you haven't noticed that there's like less filling inside a pop tart than there used to be, and they just like drizzle the the um icing on top now. Like it used to be like a nice layer, you know. The sprinkle game was all distributed, like they were good. Now like you bite it and there's like a thin little gummy layer of filling inside. Yeah, this might be a hot take for me, man. But I I was always the crust. I always like the crust of the pop tarts. I didn't care for the insides. Oh yeah, you win. that is the hottest take. That's that's always the, bite the outside. That's the pop tart, really fresh out the, the oven hot take. Yeah, <laughs> no, and pop tarts have to be cold. I don't eat pop tarts hot. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all never had a y'all never had the s'mores pop tarts. Nigga, it's literally a toaster pastry. Yeah, like what do you? Nah, it wants to be toaster strudel so bad. It wants to be toaster. They came out before toaster strudels. Yo, it it's is definitely not. not. Yeah, it's it's not made for that. No. Pop tarts a cold snack. No, it's a hot snack. Not? Room temperature no. snack. Bro, what? Nah, Certain flavors. Yo, it's, it's, it's made for to grab it off the counter, patient, open it up, and eat it, bro. It's not <laughs> made to do work. right away. It, Yo, Kareem, it's not. Kareem said he eats toasted strudels cold too. Nah, that's insane. He said he actually only eats the he only eats the light skin flavors. Ooh. No brown yeah, cinnamon. He said he sucks sugar. the feeling nah, first. I'm, I'm really not a brown cinnamon kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, those tarts are trash. The pop tarts are trash. I, those are the project. Yeah, those are the poverty you. pop tarts. You go over, you see yeah. someone has the brown sugar once. You like, you're like damn, oh, damn. damn. Yeah. We, eating off, we eating off paper plates and using plastic forks tonight. Damn. <laughs> yeah, my dad. My dad just he used to have the just the basic ass strawberry like. Pop That's the ones. Strawberry yeah. and blueberry. Nah. Yeah. Nah, the nah. blue raspberry joints, the purple one with the blue swiggle. Okay, I, I could get with those. Those were a little new way they, oh. that, when they tried to he step their shit the up. The brown like, sugar ones was the poverty stand. <laughs> God, those dead ass were. Yeah, that's the ones they got at um what's that? Save a lot. Every that's, corner. That's what they got in the vending machines everywhere. <laughs> yeah, bro. Those are the only, leftovers. Only those are like what they feed one, astronauts. Though. Oh my bad. What'd you say, Mook? <laughs> they want the astronauts to be sad. <laughs> I fucked with the uh the s'mores ones. Those ones you put those oh, yeah, in those the are, um yeah. toaster. Yeah. Insane I'm a purist. Top level sack. You know, granted, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a like a peanut butter and jelly guy. I'm not a jelly guy. So like that that probably might be part of it. You was There's no fluff? jelly in s'mores? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Yeah. No, cause because jelly I feel like is uh <laughs> peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> integral, integral to the Pop Tart. And like the jam part. Like the filling. Okay, are you talking okay, about okay, s'mores? Okay. Are you talking about a peanut butter yeah, and jelly pop tart? You talk about in general the filling. I'm just saying in general. Oh, in general. Okay. 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 Huh. It's a weird way to start a podcast, huh? Yeah. No, hey. I was not picking up what you put down. <laughs> pop tarts are they're they're important to like the culture of the world. Yeah. Or the country. country brown cinnamon. <laughs> 
Yeah, even yeah, though I was, people even that... though I was cracking on them, those got me through high school, man. You just got to run to the vending machine because you ate breakfast at ten thirty in the morning for whatever reason, and now you got to eat pop tarts. Yo, speaking of day. yo, speaking of vending machines, y'all remember when Michelle Obama changed the whole high school lunch? I mean, changed the whole lunch program. She was an like, remember for with that the one. snacks. Remember the snacks in the vending machine before and after? Yo, they used to have like Fruitopia in my brother's vending machines when he was in middle school. Bro, I feel like you could get like a four loco in one of them shits. Like they was putting like monsters and all that stuff. Like, why are we giving kids these 20 ounce energy cans to drink? Yeah, we got got baked everything after that. (laughs) One of my students was off a prime energy drink. We used to have the big Texas like honey buns, bro. Oh, the big shit. Texas cinnamon rolls. Yeah, bro. Yo, those so, shits go dumb. You got see, you gotta warm that, those up. You gotta exactly. Thank you, T. You gotta warm that one up. Can't eat that cold. I'm looking at you, Darius. You gotta warm the big Texas cinnamon rolls up. He said, I've never had one warmed up. He said, You impatient, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I never that thought that nigga Darius was high school. Give me this damn toaster. <laughs> Yo, I gotta eat it on the, the go. It's an on the go snack. You got time to heat your shit up, y'all. That's luxury. Yeah, that's privilege. Yo, I used yeah. to make breakfast. Yo, that's privilege. School, <laughs> I, hey, listen, I used to make hey, like hey, hash and eggs. Hey, in Weston too, they had the vending machine, and then they had the microwave right next to it because they knew y'all had caviar. Just, y'all listen, they knew. Yeah. They knew. Listen, listen, they knew we was eating the big Texas, and we was waiting to warm that shit up for like thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I could I could get with warming up the cinnamon rolls. That that makes sense to me. Pop tarts makes absolutely no sense. It doesn't add anything to it. It's on the direction. <laughs> Toasty goodness. What do you mean? <laughs> Toasty yeah, I'm, goodness. I'm with you. <laughs> nah, man. With some well, that's milk, just like, You still, still like... wash it down with some milk? Nah, I'm raw dogging my pop tarts. No, you don't need oh, pop okay. tarts with anything. Like, it's just be dry. food. I need to like, food. cleanse my palate for the next got. couple bites. Oh, nah, it's not Popeye's biscuit. Oh, Popeye biscuits turn into oh no! It's a choking hazard. Four bites, and then you like. I ain't gonna lie, I had a couple of those raw. I ain't gonna lie, no water, no, no bev? bev, no bev. <laughs> How are you still alive? <laughs> the things oh, expand. The things <laughs> expand upon impact. You die throat, from asphyxiation. Throat game is crazy, bro. Don't Whoa! Okay, I'm gonna get my coffee. What did you say, Shiz? I said my throat game is crazy. Whoa, whoa, yeah, we starting early today. Damn, is Dwight Howard on this call? <laughs> wow, wow, that's crazy. Jeez. Do you have breaking news for us? Nah, man, let's introduce the podcast though. Okay. We've been going for a minute, so I just want to come back and introduce the podcast. This is the Dots Up podcast. You messing with the world's most dangerous host, yeah, I like to say that. Actually, I can't say that no more because. They said that over there on the Breakfast Club, so I don't want to be affiliated with none of what they got going on over there. Yeah, ain't no real estate Ponzi schemes over here, baby. <laughs> Selling houses. <laughs> well, anyways. Um, yeah, man, we back. <clears throat> you know what we say? You can't take the heat. Get out the kitchen. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt, you know? Uh, we over here with Shiz. What's up, Shiz? Yo. How What's we doing? Hey, man, can't complain. Um, definitely feel connected to T's story around just just getting old, playing in this educated league, and um, yeah, there's there's a difference that six years make, right? Playing with these these kids in their early twenties and stuff, and just trying to make it up and down the court. But listen, 
tie for first place. Um, I'm gonna let Mike speak to that once we get to him because man, there was a comment that was made on the court the other day. Some dude on the other team was hyping up his teammate. He said he was, you know, the best player in the gym. And not only did Mook respond, but I mean, I think he definitely walked off the court, definitely being the the best player in the gym, probably in the league. But you know, I'm gonna let him talk about man, that. Y'all had another altercation when I was there. What happened? No, nah, no, nah, there wasn't no. It was all within the flow of the game. This league is feisty, that. huh? <laughs> this league is feisty, bro. You gotta come ready. Mm. Very much so. Well, yeah, what's up? What's up, Mook? Go ahead, tell him. Talk to him. Pretty pretty much you gotta leave your bags at the door. You know, they gotta check bags at the door just, <laughs> just in case it gets a little heated in there. But no, nah, it was it was just one of those. Oh, you went out, bro. You muted. Yeah, Zoe yeah, has I Zoe out here messing with me. But um, nah, it was it was just one of those regular games. You know, we were going in there. We're going in with the the anticipation of we were trying to play to to make the playoffs, basically. So um, we were down a couple guys. So you know, um, me and Rashawn knew that you know we had to come out and, and give a big performance if we wanted to beat the team who last year in our first game beat us by thirty to start the league. That's how we started the league. We played the first game. That shit was ugly. Um. But, you know, we got him last night, and we got him out of there. But during the game, one of the players makes a comment. And, you know, I respect it. He was talking the whole game. Wasn't He wasn't talking to anybody on our team. It was just kind of like one of those dudes that was just kind of like hyping himself up and hyping his team up. So it was this wasn't like a feisty comment or anything like that. It wasn't like any malicious. It wasn't like the last altercation we got in the league. But he was just told one of the dudes on his team who was kind of struggling at that point that he was the best player in the gym and me you know i as you can see i got the baldy back so i, I <laughs> channeled my inner michael jordan and i took it personally and <laughs> from that moment on i made sure every time i did anything i let them know who the best player in the gym was on that night so i took it very personal last night hey. and we got the dub Good. and we are five what are we five and two now shins five and two we won our last five straight it's funny now how everybody treats us in the league because oh, last man. year they were talking, they was talking hella shit about us. They were like, "Damn, y'all need to go get some people from Madison to help y'all out." And now, now they see all the teachers that we got in school. Now they want to ask, "Oh, what, what, what is, what is he doing at school? What is, what's his role in the building?" Need the background checks. Yeah, so, yo, trying to get guy. the background checks. We had this one kid from uh, WPI. <laughs> um, he's a guidance counselor. And uh, the ref was like, who the hell is that? I'm like, yo, he's a guidance counselor at OB. He said, who the fuck is he providing guidance to? <laughs> like, it's just it's just funny. To, just the, I mean, the whole the whole league in general is is cool. And I think, honestly, the competition here, I'll, I'll say it, it, it's a lot better than BSNC and all the other leagues that we played in. And it's cheaper, too. So if we can somehow finagle our own Bishop Sycamore so that we could all play together, we should definitely do that. It's crazy. <laughs> Get on my Roy Johnson. For real. They're back, too. They're playing a game at some point. So Wait, you all, you all have to work at the same school? Yeah. Allegedly. Oh, so yeah. they say, I'm a, I'm a BPS employee now. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. Find out where your team's playing. Hey, you team. hey. Boston Children's has got a partnership with BPS schools. All right, <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just saying. That just helps. Saying. That's what, hey, yeah, yeah, I got a partnership <laughs> with everybody. 
<laughs> Pop up next they week. They do. They do. We give you a fake job title. <laughs> yeah, but yo, y'all got kids here? Yo, y'all want a partner? <laughs> Which is like as they should, but yeah. But if we talking about getting old. Oh I'm, yeah, hold I'm up, there. hold up to you. My bad. I'm still. We can circle back to that. Uh, Moog, is there anything else you wanted to check in about while, while we introducing everybody? No, I just want to say it's great to be back. Like I feel like you know it's been a little while. I got to see my brothers all in here. I got all of us one time in 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 the space. You know, obviously a safe space. So uh, I'm back to. I'm glad to be back with y'all. Word, man. Thank you, man. What's up with you, Reem? Kick it over to you. How you doing, Reem? I'm good, man. I'm good. I feel the same as Mook. I feel like I haven't seen or talked to y'all in like it, it feels like months at this point. I haven't been on the pod in at, at least a few months. Uh, so it's just good to see y'all. But everything's been good. I can't really oh, say that is true. Damn. Yeah, it's been I've been traveling every other weekend. It feels like when Marissa's working. So we just been busy, but things been good. I feel like uh, it's kind of the same old, same old. But I can't complain. Work's been good. I got a. MSW intern that I was supervising this year. And so that's been like a, a new experience for me of being a supervisor, but I've been enjoying it. It's been good. And that's been keeping me busy. And then, uh, yeah, man, getting ready for these uh, holiday plans, trying to figure out my time off and whatnot. That's a, that's a whole nother stressor, <laughs> but things has been good. Things has been good. I can't complain. Like Moose said, I'm happy to see y'all. I'm happy to get into what we're going to talk about today. So just, just good to be here. Yeah. So are you, you supervise one person? Yeah, just one right now. Okay. Have you have you had a moment where you've uh, almost yelled at anybody yet? Or yelled at them yet? Nah. This one, she she's somewhat unique in that she already has been working in the field, whereas a lot of students haven't had the amount of work experience she has. So she's like been doing social work practice for a little bit. And so I think that puts her at a place where she at least has some baseline for like how to how to conduct yourself, you know. Mm. Yeah, no, I haven't no. had that moment yet. I almost, I actually, no, I did yell at my group the other day and I almost spazzed mm-hmm. the person the other day. I had to pull Rashawn to the side to call me down. Uh-oh. I almost went off. That was hilarious. We don't need a debrief <laughs> at some point today. We might have to get into that. Uh, I don't know what the. Yeah. <laughs> but, we yeah, it's actually about that. It's funny, man. I just never realized how quick to. I guess how quick to anger I can get with some stuff like that. Like, I feel like I'm a rel- relatively chill person. Actually, I wouldn't even use the word chill. Uh, relatively re- well-regulated, I should say. Um, and so it's funny when I get in these moments, and I'm just like, yo, why am I so triggered right now? It's like, let me relax. But yeah. What's up with you, Trev? Um, Yo, this past Friday, I had to give my barber mad specific instructions to preserve my hairline and that's how i know yeah i knew rashawn was gonna laugh you know about that i was like yo yo, yo you see right here yo. if the lineup hey, is not see. straight if the lineup not straight it's done don't go any further back so like, oh, baby hair i'm like nigga there's no baby hairs left here just don't push it back like i had to get i'm like yo and then i had to do the old fake fake a rule and i was like yo give me a two on the top one and a half on the sides because I'm a little thin, I'm getting a little thin up top. Like I had, I got to brush my hair less now. I, I want the waves, but I was looking at Darius's and I was like, "Damn, thick ass hair, bro!" Like my shit used to be like that. Now I see a little, I'm seeing a little too much scalp with, with a one and a half. So there's that. And then I've been going through it, y'all. I gotta tell y'all, 
Boston Public School slash the city of Boston really, really, really fucked me over. I'm going to oh, try no. to give you the short version. Y'all know I switched over to being a PE teacher. That was a pay cut because I've never been a full-time teacher. I was okay with that. It's worth it. I'm more happy in my position. But um, in the terms of switching over my position, and we got a new contract for the position I was at before, which is family liaison. Long story short, I was supposed to be working over the summer, and I only worked sparingly just to facilitate the transition, just not to leave the school high and dry. So I maybe worked like... 14 days or some couple weeks and they paid me. So they're like, Oh, what are the hours you worked in the summer and stuff? And I'm thinking it's just cause like, they just want to, you know, keep tabs. Two weeks later, I get a thing saying that they overpaid me and I have to pay them back. Nine K. Oh, like they're going to take, they're what? taking out, they were going to take out of my check. And I, it's not my fault. They overpaid me. Like yeah. it showed that I switched over to a new position. I'm getting a check. I'm thinking, okay, this must be the teacher check. Do we do like, it's not, it's not my job to police. Like if they're like paying me, right. Like that's their shit. And so I call them like, yo, do I need to get a lawyer? Because like, this is, this is y'all fault. Like my union didn't tell me like how my shit was supposed to work. Nothing. So like, yeah, you either paid a lump sum of like eight something and then they reissue me what I was normally supposed to be paid or you just pay everything, pay everything back. And they were going to take $427 out of every check. I'm like, yo, that's how much I pay a week for daycare. Like you're just taking that out. Like, so my check was about to be like, I was basically going to be getting paid like $15 an hour for a professional job. So where are you, where are you at now in the process? So Luckily, my fiance, black woman, you you take care of black woman, she'll hold you down. She got a hefty savings. So she um she she gave me that and then so that I could pay her back at a way lower rate just over time, you know, like give her my tax return and shit. I'm gonna um get Sasha on my tax return so that'll give it more so I can just pay her back a couple hundred, um, like four hundred a month or something like that, versus four hundred every two weeks, you know. So she gave gave them the lump sum and I'm just going to pay her back just so that like I can pay it back over more time because I was going to be getting $427 out of the next 22 checks I receive. So that's all the way until August 25th or something. So she held me down, bro. I was, I cried. Like I was driving home in the car. I put on my, my sad Kanye and like, like my, um, bring me down with with featuring Brandy on late registration. I was singing the lyrics. I was like, we gonna man. I just, I just started having tears come down. Cause I was like, yo, like I'm already like disappointed. Like, you know, as a man, you want to be able to like get your girl, your daughter clothes and, and the holidays are coming up, which kind of connects to what you were saying, Reem. And I was already get, I'm already getting like, I'm already getting less than I was used to getting paid. And then on top of that, they're going to take 400. So I'm like, yo, I can't get a win right now. Um, and then we just, you know, with the holidays coming up and stuff, I'm like, yo, I can't do like, we can't go out to eat no more unless you buy and all that shit. Like I was like, even more, be had to be more cheap than I already am. But yeah, <laughs> my girl held me down. So I just got to pay her back. And yo, the burden that took off my shoulders once that worked out was like crazy. Now you, I'm all right. 
are you having any further conversations with BPS about that? Like, are they going to explain what happened or give you like closure? They, they as to, get, like, what? See, I talked to him on the phone and they explained extensively. And um, I was like, yo, can I file a, who can I file a grievance against? Like, it's not my fault. Yeah. Also one, one major factor was that um, I gave my hours to the secretary because it's her job to submit them to payroll. And she just never did it. So come fall, when school's starting up, they're asking for that shit back. So if they would have found out in the summer when I handed it in, this shit would have been like, I they probably would have been like, oh, we need to take like 150 out of your check every month. And I'd have been like, all right, I can fuck with that. Like, this is not a big deal. But because she didn't do her job, there's no accountability for her. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. to her. She doesn't get reprimanded or anything. It's just all on me when I had absolutely nothing to do with it. Well, yeah, well actually, I do take a little bit of accountability. I could have read that long ass con- our long ass contract, but mm-hmm. the union it's up to the union to like let you know, like, hey, yeah. just so you know, you should be working. The- I didn't know when I was supposed to work. Like that's something that I can get. A- can I get an email, a text message, like, yo, you got to be in the work. Like, it's all fucked up. Um, yeah, I thought about calling the news, yo, and telling them because apparently a bunch of other family liaisons, um went through going through the same shit that I am, but maybe potentially worse because they might have not worked at all in the summer before that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, some people got to hear about this. The city of Boston is fucking their employees over. Like it's the city wow. of Boston just being like, yo, we messed mm-hmm. up. And because they said because it's taxpayer money, like they can't just like wave it and take it on. And I'm like, yo, y- you need to, you need yeah. to pay the people back. Why don't you pay the citizens back? So yeah, that's the end of that. But like, yeah, that shit was devastating. For like a week, I was down bad, bro. Like, I wasn't even eating right. It was nah. That's that's awful. Like, yeah, that does not sound fun at all. Like that, you really should take it to the news. Yeah, like, like people I, need to hear about this. That. Boy, that right. too. You was about Yo, to pay boy. child support, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, a nine k bill. Like all right, that niggas is... be digging deep. <laughs> yeah, yo, nine k. Y'all see my check? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> That don't make no damn sense, like at all. And like, and the fact all, the fact that it falls someone's laundering money. But that's what I'm saying. The fact that's that what I was. On, that's what I'm saying. If all these people are with that, like it has to be something behind. Yeah. It. But the fact that that falls on you, like in just <laughs> a couple minutes, you were able to pinpoint the lapse in communication in terms of this is the secretary that should have or your union rep should have paid more attention to that or clearly explain that to you. Because I mean, in addition to you having a lot of shit going on. You're transitioning into a new role like that's on your union rep and that's on the secretary to then communicate that to whoever she needs to so that that should have been caught ahead of time rather than it. Facts. Just like, there's over. nobody monitoring the paycheck. They should have been yeah. like, wait a minute. This they just got to hold that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm that. saying, because they, they make that back easy. That, they 9K, that that's what, yeah, come that's on. But see, the thing is that, that that's that's your tax. Well, none you, you live in Rashawn. That's your taxes. Yeah, you pay like your taxes going to pay BPS teachers. So like they're like, oh, you <clears throat> like it'd be on the taxpayers' back. No, it should be like y'all got to figure it out. Like that, it should be yeah, on. They me. just like, sent fourteen you know, bill to Israel. What they talking it. about? Mm. Oh yeah, that's that's a topic right there. I can't get my fucking measly <laughs> yeah. like twenty five thousand dollars loan, and y'all sitting billions. But yeah, man, it's mm-hmm. the niggas with power and and that control the money. They don't give a fuck about us. 
Nah, it's, it's so evident. Um, that is that is concerning, man. I'm sorry you had to go through that, bro. Like, my bad. Like, didn't reach out. I felt like you were distant, but I was just like, oh, T's just doing his thing. I never like checked in on you. Like, yeah, I was a little isolated. Um, it would have been 12k if I didn't even like do that work to like transition them over to the next family liaison. Sheesh. Yikes! Shout out to Steph. Yeah, shout yeah, out to bro. Steph for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she's great. What would have happened if you just quit? That's the problem is that they're the state. So if they, it's the they know state, where I live, you know, they know where you live. You got to pay. Like you can't. It's not like if and you it's the city. It's not a private quit. company. Yeah. Private yeah. company could have just would have had to just eat that. Yeah. They would have just gar- probably garnished my weight, my taxes and shit. That's crazy. Yo, I really would have been sick too. I really, I'm really sick <laughs> of unions. I'm sick. really sick of HR, bro. They don't Yo, do I'm shit. I'm paying, I'm paying these they union niggas, and they mm-hmm. don't got my back, and they're still they still getting money shit. out of my they check. Don't. They no. should have paid that shit back. They, y'all they, fucked up. They All you do is send me an email. Yo, absolutely. you need to work. Oh, okay, All right, bet. Or you'll have to repay the money, like, or just don't fucking pay me. So they said I shouldn't have been paid in the summer because I was transitioning over. Because technically they were paying me like a front for the hours that I would work throughout the school year. But when did your contract start for the for the next job? Yeah, that's what I was. Um, well, see, the teacher contract is different than um the family liaison contract. Um, so yeah, they just I, I should have just not been paid in the summer. Because um my contract for the last job goes from July to July. Fiscal year. Yeah. Okay. So I should have just I I could have just worked, you know, we they have summer school. I could have just worked summer school, been chilling, and then said I'm out here fishing and drinking beer and accumulating debt. What about making up the hours? I know that's difficult too, but yeah. Um I mean I would have I would have tried to do it. But yeah. she didn't present it as an option. I asked if I could pay, if I could give up sick days. I'm like, yo, I got mm, mad sick PTO. hours. Yeah. They said, um, no, unfortunately, we can't do that because we give that to you. All right, well, then don't give it to me, bitch. <laughs> That's what you, you're just you're giving it back. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it back. Take yeah, it. I would have said use my PTO. What about, like, is it, it like they do something like on, on Saturdays or something like that? Like, yo, can I, like. Like, is that Saturday detention or something like that? Like, um, just... The best I could have did is during breaks. I could um I could work like they have like acceleration academies so kids can stay on track during the break or if they don't have nowhere to be or nowhere to watch them because their parents got work. But like that just would have been money in my pocket to make up for the money that I had to pay them. Yo, did you take your paternity all at once? Nah, I split it up. Yo, that's another thing. They right, didn't even like figure, approve yeah. my second half of paternity leave. So I didn't know. I stayed until the end of the year, and technically, you're supposed to um, come back on that last day so they can, like, reinstate you so you're good for the summer. So yeah. it kind of seemed fishy because if they would have done that, then I would have been flagged in the system as someone who changed position. Because I was all, I got hired while I was on leave for my next job. Mm. So once again, the dude called me two days later. I'm at um, a little, like, sing-along thing with my daughter and they're like yo um when did you come back to work yet you're supposed to be back on monday i mean today and i'm like yo why are y'all telling me this now like it's past the time that i was supposed to return like y'all didn't even prove my leave and i sent them emails and called them like yo is it approved like when am i supposed to be back technically like y'all should be able to give me that information i felt out the application like 
So the, basically the HR in there is just absolutely terrible and they take no accountability at all. Employers are really bad about approving leave. Like we have families that leave um, when their children are diagnosed with diabetes and it's constantly an issue of like getting their HR to approve their, their leave. And there's just poor communication. Like places just don't want to deal with it for some reason. It seems right. like and it's, it's life shit, bro. Yeah, like it's like right. people's yeah. like, like fan, like how can you not, especially you work at a hospital. How could they not honor that? I work yeah. at a school where we take people care of people with kids. Like how are y'all so sloppy? Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. Shit, I had to fight for like almost a month going back and forth with the freaking benefits manager here to like literally write it out for her and show her the uh the the mass uh uh paternity leave act. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and I, that's I had despicable. To like, You're trying to take care of that's a kid. what I'm saying. And I had to like literally show her my pay stub and showed her that a portion of my money because in all of our pay stubs, that's going. Your a percentage of your check is going towards that leave. So I'm like, yeah. if if the if the state of Massachusetts is taking it out of my account, aren't I eligible? I'm a Massachusetts resident. Like I'm checking off all the boxes, and I'm like, you know what? Rather than arguing with you, I'm gonna go to your boss. Now I'm gonna manage up. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's just a it was just an ongoing thing, and the people that had kids before then got shut down because. It's just like, why, why do I have to deal with this back and forth? And then they're taking freaking short-term disability and all this other stuff when it's just like, nah, bro, this is, this is your right. Like you can take this. <laughs> it's crazy. And I now, smell. Yeah, I'll go just, ahead. Cheers. No, I'm just saying it's just, yeah. HR, they, yo, they got to do better, man. <laughs> that shit is, I, shit is whack. I smell a comment from D about capitalism over here. Bro. Yeah, nah, capitalism <laughs> is fucking crazy. I just finished watching The Fall of House Usher on Netflix, um, which is just all about capitalism and greed. Um, I thought that was about Usher and like when he pretend they said that he had herpes. <laughs> nah, nah, it's about the opioid <laughs> epidemic. It's it's supposed it's it's over um a scary movie like it's in the light of it's supposed to be scary like a series, um, but it really is the allegory is talking about capitalism and it's just scary how much we consume and our life is just based towards getting money to consume and barely scratch by while people who reap the benefits of it are doing whatever they want. Um, And this, these systems that are just set up just to keep people down. Uh, it's just very frustrating. I've had, I had such a bad experience with the union and HR at North Shore Community College, which is crazy. Uh, like the union is supposed to uh, be on your side. <laughs> yeah, and it's and this is all the state too. Like we're me and you both talking about the state. Like it, it doesn't make much sense. I know everybody laughs at government agencies because nothing gets done there, but it's like it's like that comes from somewhere, and just the the gross incompetence. That seems to have to happen at these places. It's astounding. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really at a loss for words. Hmm. Yeah, man, I never went through no shit like that, bro. I still am because, like, well, no, it's not my checks are coming out, but like, now I'm still in debt. What the fuck? <laughs> Hopefully, right. I just um, pay long enough that Stephanie forgets that I owe her money, and then it'll be good. <laughs> like oh yeah I'm, we're done <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, it's just nuts. But it still it still affects my family because she had to take that out of her savings, and now she's not getting interest on that money. Like it's not hurting her day to day, but like it's hurting our future because like you know that money I imagine she would contribute to when we're when we're trying to buy a house. Like, but now you know she's missing out on probably like with that much money she had in her savings, missing out on hundreds of um dollars in interest, hundreds. Dude, just ascribing a value to what's essentially actually what's nothing like money. I'm talking about money. Like it's, yeah, it used to be just paper or it used to be just rocks. Now it's just paper. No, now it's just ones and zeros. Mm. Yeah, it's all data. And we're just ascribing value to it. And it's, yeah, it's crazy how currency like loses value and shit. Like, wait, what? <sighs> I don't you got know, to be a man. mathematician to understand that shit. Yeah. Well, that's what they kind of prey on is that most people don't understand how money is created, how inflation and deflation works. So like it's not in their it's not in their interest to yeah. trust them. So like the average person doesn't understand how that works. So therefore the government and agencies can do these things, you know, and not provide as much transparency because most people don't have a base understanding to actually get what's going on. And the people that do seem crazy because they're saying this can't happen, this shouldn't happen. Everybody else is just like, uh, like I don't, I don't know what's happening, so I'm just gonna keep moving. It, it yeah, it, it's a very flawed system, but it, it plays into what they're trying to do. It's all a racket, man. It's all still, racketeering, bro. Like, I'm gonna still scratch these tickets, though. Yo, son, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. Yo, when I when I when I thought I, I was trying that's to how they get you. The lotteries, how they get you. Yo, all y'all betting and sports yeah, betting is how, how they get you. How they get you? But it's an investment. It's an investment. It's an investment. I don't care. Reed, talk to them. It's an investment. Hold up. See somebody winning. You don't say that shit. No, 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 no. All jokes aside. All jokes aside, though. No, I'm just kidding. But we got to put the gambling number up on this every every other week. Every other week, I'm a I'm a you know. Dedicate two dollars to a scratch ticket. Yo, hey, if you, watching, you got it, you um, got it. Hey. We watched this. Me and Stephanie watched this show where like niggas that won the lottery, they um, they buy they buy a house and stuff. And I'm like, yo, it's just regular people, man. That could be me one day. You see the dude that won just recently, I think, won the Mega Millions and bought like three different mansions in LA. It's like so he lost all his money. Yeah, I don't know if he lost all of it, tax? but he they they were like somehow tracking the story or following the story, and they were like, "This is his third, you know, home that he's bought in L.A. on That's like these cliff dumb. sides, you know, sixty fifty no, million dollars." So, so, so this is my question to y'all: I don't need if, those houses. if one of y'all hit the jackpot, would you get the lump sum or would you just annuity? The, so you Residual. would do it depending Residual. on how old I am. Yeah, there's a lot of factors it's, that it's goes over That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's well, over which one would you do? Would you get the lump sum or would you over... It's I think it's over 30, right? No, I think it's 20. Okay. What would you so do? So, like, right until I'm between 30 and 40, 40, I'm taking the annuity if I win in the next 10 years. Mm. If I'm 40, like, you never know what could happen. At 60, I might need to take that lump sum. But mm. 60 is, like, realistic to expect to live live by, so... If I do it, I look at it like this: like I'll take the the um the annuity and take it over time. Because I was like, even if something were to happen to me, like Dahlia and Zoe could just keep that money. Like, as long as yeah. it's make, as long as somebody in my family does have it, then I guess like that is whatever to me at that point. 
But what happens if, I mean, there's a lot of factors, right? What happens if the lottery company goes out of business? There's too what many happens? poor niggas for them to go out of business. <laughs> what happens? Yeah, say, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, happens, what happens? What happens if there's a switch over? What happens if there's a switch over and rights? You don't. You don't know. There's. There's a lot of things that could play into that. Point. That play into that. Seriously, on a serious mm -hmm. note, isn't that who fund who funds the lottery? The state. The state. We do. So no, I think it's. It, I think it's. I think it's a private entity. It might be the state. Maybe it's private. Maybe it has to be the government. It has, it has to, to be. be government. Yo, it's so the it government. I don't think it can go out. It can't go under. Right. It, it won't. It, it, could. It, it won't. They got the algorithms to make sure just enough people win because the money that they make from it go usually goes towards something like I know in North Carolina, theirs is like literally called the education lottery. So any pro all profits go towards running their education system. You know, it's crazy. Just do a quick Google on like who runs the lottery. You can't get a straight answer. That's what I'm saying. I was just looking at it, too. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know it's the government. Scary. Yeah, that is scary. <laughs> that is very scary. It does say that it's funded by the state and federal because people are putting their money into it. But it does not give you a straight answer. I know that organized crime like mafia old school used to do lottery stuff. They had like, it. Yeah. Run the they numbers out their it. house. Wasn't there a and Netflix documentary on that? I'm not I sure about that. But well, like a, it was like a McDonald's dudes, lottery. But I know the dudes that were um a part. What's um what's the was it Goodfellas? Maybe one of um one of the um the mobs back then. They were like essentially like fixed the lottery and stuff like that. So they had a big part in what was going on with the lottery because they were selecting the numbers and shit. That was um working on it. The same dudes that were like betting on the games at BC and stuff. Yeah, and then and then the government, when where there's money to be had, the government's gonna figure out how they can get theirs. And so they come in, shut all that shit down, and then just it's just the same shit with the, the scam shit we've been talking about. Like government finds out about the scam, it's like y'all can't do it, and then they adopt the scam. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> is why actually we'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> like they're, they're the biggest mob out there, bro. Like uh, you can't do shit about it. That's why a lot if you of want a job, that, yeah. No, I'm just you saying that's why, shit about it. that's why a lot of people end up going broke within a couple of years of winning the lottery because they're like, oh, I'm gonna go and I guess Kareem, I didn't know about this guy, but like you buy a bunch of houses and stuff, and then there's a jock tax that you gotta pay the next year, which is just like millions of dollars. And if you're spending all of that up front, then it's just like, okay, now <laughs> I'm in debt now because now I gotta pay back the state or you know these federal taxes too so it's just like this vicious cycle of oh we gonna get our money back so all right i just asked chat gbt how the lottery is funded oh, and oh no that's scary <laughs> chat, chat gbt says uh lotteries are typically funded through the sale of tickets or entries the money collected from ticket sales forms prize pool and portion of these funds may be allocated to cover administrative costs and support various government programs or initiatives depending on the type of lottery and the regulations of the place in a particular region. This revenue generated from lottery ticket sales can contribute to education, public services, and other community projects, as well as awarding prizes to the winners. Yeah, so that $9,000... So how much of that gets put back in the hood, bro? Like, how much of that goes back? Wait, but like, you heard education, right? I said that $9,000, they can eat that shit, T. Yeah, right? bro. What? Yo... <laughs> Somebody's getting a serious kickback. 
And I want well, some of the money got to go towards the um, allocated to cover administrative costs, convenience stores, various government programs or initiatives. This is money laundering 101. Yeah, this is Marty Bird. Yeah, you have to go. (laughs) You have to look for Massachusetts specifically. And really, you got to dig to find out where the money's going. They're using it for whatever. They could use it to fund one of their homies job like that. They don't do anything. They just sit at home. Yeah, and, and this is where it gets crazy because then the way our government works because we're what laissez faire, whatever the word is. My mm-hmm. shout out to Free my market. shout out to my uh, eighth grade social studies teacher. Um way that works is that then the government just lists contracts and then the contracts get picked up by private citizens to fill out the work that they need. So even though it is government money, like T said, if you know someone in the if you're the government, you know your boy is working as this contracting company, you're like, yo, I'm just gonna give him that contract and so even though it's a government contract it's a privatized company that's fulfilling out the needs so it's not really giving the jobs to everybody else you're just putting the money back in your boy's pocket which put money in your pocket that's what happened with the big dig in boston like how they got got autumn tunnels and shit like that and downtown looks the way it is they they were pretty much doing that and the contractors once they got the contract was like yo actually I dropped a nail, so I need an extra half a million dollars. Like they were just milk milking the project. So the project went up like an extra like billion dollars in today's money because like people were just asking for extra money um for random shit that happened. So it's like along the same lines. Boston currently is doing a huge initiative, well, a large initiative, shout out Mayor Wu, to hire more like black owned um businesses for like, you know, tile like the different stuff projects that they're doing like tiling floors and stuff like that when they're building like public housing and shit like that like they, that that that's where the mob comes in like mm-hmm. when they like they they got they own those construction companies and they got like two mexicans that um that's illegal or not illegal that came over illegally and like that's that's where all the money's going except it's not going to the actual workers they're like yo you need to work 24 hours and we'll take that mm. It's funding crime. We can't really get around it. Yeah, organized crime, man. That's that's the way to go. Like that shit's lit, bro. Once you figure out how to make enough money, the government is just gonna make you make money for them. That's why like, we gotta get into telemarketing. Yeah, I would say even hackers. Like if you're a good enough hacker, you just get you just get a contract with the government. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh yeah, you hacked our shit. All right, come work for the NSA. Like it's like an audition, like an interview, like basically. Yeah, the longer it takes you to catch you, the better chance of you getting a job. Dog, it's wild. Damn, Damn this is a pressing ass episode, bro. Life I feel sentences? like a peon. <laughs> peon, <laughs> damn. A plebeian. Damn. You gotta have hope. <clears throat> yeah, positive. hope that, hope hope that hope. Them, one of them scratchers hit. That's all the hope I got. That's Otherwise, not, I, you can't hope on that shit. Yes, That's I can. Shit again, us. All right, D. When I, when, if I win, don't ask me for shit. <laughs> Facts. Facts. I can't Yo. hope. Don't, nah, you, that's don't what, you hope that I that I break you off with a Patriots man, ticket listen, or I'm nothing? Telling you. For real. That's what I that's what I heard somebody say when they won the lottery is they had some other like super wealthy person tell them this is the this best person? advice I can give you. I don't know. It's some oh. random YouTube video, Instagram reel I saw. Um, and they were like, You have this absorbent amount of money now. The best thing I can tell you is that if somebody asks you for money, you can give them this option. I'll give you money, but I want you to never talk to me again or don't ask me for money and we keep our relationship. 
And this person was basically talking about how this other wealthy person was talking about how when they first got their money, all these people were asking for handouts, um, business proposals and all this stuff. And that's apparently how this person dealt with that issue. And so they were saying that's that's the biggest change up, right? Is once you get some money, guys are like, I got this business idea. If you loan me this, you know, we can go in 50-50. And I'll make your money back easy, right? And so like you you hear all that stuff, talk about with uh, people that win the lottery and they're trying to figure out how to help their family or how to do this or how to do that. And they're already probably not great with money in the first place. So you can see how that just kind of spirals, right? To To be clear, I would never plan on winning the lottery but it's an option but it's not there you go i i, I could spend 15 dollars a month you know that's all right that's just an extra netflix account yeah you know, so I, i'm trying to research who owns encore in boston and this is also yielding oh it's like 20 it's, people yeah and then it's, with yeah, it's like 20, com- 20 companies yeah, yeah it's like but you know the state's getting money from that as well Steve, Steve Wynn or Wynn, whatever that guy name Wynn is. Resorts, he, yeah. Yeah, he got something to do with it, but they take they trying to take his name off it because I don't know, he was touching people or some shit. You know that shit rich people be doing. <laughs> it was on the bus tickling people or oh something. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Deshaun Watson's still out here throwing touchdowns, so I guess people he ain't throwing barely. no touchdowns. Oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson yeah. on the bench. in like a month. Barely. <laughs> They still got that contract. Oh, that's crazy as guaranteed money, too. That's wild. Now, now he just signed NDAs. <laughs> but yo, yo we're gonna do this thing, but basket. sign this first. Lock your phone up like the school, like the kids would have ended the schools, yo. Oh Lock God. your phone up in his locker. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Oh man. So wait, what's here's a question. What is uh what is the current lottery um drawing right now? Like the power one ninety six uh for Massachusetts. Yeah, I don't know million, what the power right? ball is. One ninety six million. It's you know what's crazy about that too? They want people to get addicted to it. Hell they yeah. there's been this um long run well like the past two months. The past two months, I've been seeing the thing. Oh, Massachusetts residents get one one free entry to Powerball if they download the app. Mm-hmm. And I was about to do it because I think I, I'm pretty controlled with my gambling. But somebody else, like once they get a little <laughs> taste of that and they got the app on their phone, yeah, they gotta keep trying. Like, and you, the app, not like, just oh, gonna be connected go to right here. Yeah, I gotta go to the store yeah. and I gotta. See, those are those out. are famous last words right there. <laughs> Well, and the yeah, app bro. plays into like just, algorithms of like weeks. where your location is when you buy it. Like, I, I can just see an app being very shady with gambling, like that. With, with, yeah, with the I got lottery, all my obviously, the apps are. Or like even FanDuel, too. Like, if you're on for a certain amount of time, they'll be like, hey, you've been on for 10 minutes. Do they really? Like, yeah, but like, <laughs> I had it running in the are you background. Okay? Yeah, no, 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 for real. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I had it running. You know how you just like leave an app open and it's like, hey, you've been on for 10 minutes. Like, do you need to call this 1-800 number? Like, they do that because by law, they have to. They have but, like, to. But realistically, they want you to run that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I'm addicted, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> like, I'm good. Like, Get out of my face. Like, that's an easy, and that's you not know really they, a turn. You know they own all the gambling help centers. Which is, bro, talk about it. Like, <laughs> like, like. The, the help center be like, maybe you should just gamble a little less. You don't got to stop, <laughs> but cut it back some. 
Yeah, dude, that's like again going to HR when HR works for the company. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. I got it hired make by any y'all. Sense. Yeah. It should be third party. It should be third party. Um, <laughs> don't they do that for the gambling too? Like when you get on, like, um, like when you go to sports book and stuff like that, they have the things like, do you want to set a limit for yourself? It's like we want you to spend as much money as possible, but we want to at least good. give you the option to not. <laughs> Yeah, set some limits. No, but they like give you like the number, like yeah. They're like, okay, well, like, but we're gonna continue to give these free bets too, but mm-hmm. we want you to set a limit for yourself. Yeah, listen, if I hit the lottery, changing my name, shutting off my phone, I'm gonna hit y'all niggas from a block number with some coordinates. get a Google number, <laughs> like with some, yo, with some coordinates, with some coordinates, like, latitude, yo, longitude. Yep. <laughs> yo. If I the this, lottery, this message is gonna self destruct in three, two, yo. Only I'm, using I'm burner phones. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Man. Uh, yeah, just a... ima- imagine how paranoid you get once you win the lottery. Absolutely. Like for real. Nobody's gonna know I won the lottery. <laughs> you think? Well, what's the Watch. what's the law? I Watch know there's certain <laughs> there's certain states where you have to come forward. The person who wins the lottery has to come forward, which ultimately, again sets people up for failure and normally like, the no normally you, the you store, can send somebody you can send your lawyer or something to get it yeah, you can do a lawyer. but that's but that's if you create a trust though right or something like this something like a legal thing that you Not, have to your speak about like, trust like, Rashawn. yo trust another way that the wealthy stay wealthy and keep that money to themselves no My but god yeah, yeah you can send your lawyer power of attorney like they can like okay. do official official business for you gotcha. so I, I would definitely send my attorney I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah but how many people? Well, first of all, how many? If people I just won the lottery, like I'm hiring them. I'll hire them yeah. right now. Like, yo, hey, I'm rich. I think nigga. I think you're. Go pick this check up. You're the exception. You're not the rule, T. I don't Create think an you're, LLC. you're an average thinker in that sense. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, right, I just don't want nobody to know how much money I got. Yeah, I think yeah, people exactly. get too caught up, and I just won the lottery. Let me go down to the store and, and get my get my money. And nope. then the store is like, oh, let me take a picture with you so I can get publicity from my store that you just won the lottery here and more people are going to come to the store. Like, it, yeah, it, again, just snowballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, another monologue in The Fall of House Usher, which is essential to, like, understanding capitalism and kind of this conversation. And it's... um. It's called the like lemons monologue when just talk about when life hands you lemons, do you make lemonade? And the dude just goes down a whole diatribe of how it works. Um, but if y'all get a chance, you should check te- just check out that. It doesn't spoil anything, but just check out that YouTube clip of I'm sure you can find it. But uh that yeah, fucking capitalism, man. <laughs> that oh, that's the, the name of the, that's the name yeah, of the episode. The title. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Do you get a lot of videos on your socials that are anti-capitalism? Do I? Um, yes and no. I wouldn't say anti-capitalism. I would say I get a lot of videos that like explain how shit works. And I don't think that's necessarily anti-capitalist. Yeah. But I think it's kind of saying like, yo, here, like I said, Rashawn went on how the Rockefeller family kept keeps their money um, in their trust. And uses what's, their trust as a bank. What's the so they, they take loans from them. Yeah, they take loans from themselves and pay themselves back. And so well, the that's trust like the grows. um, like, that's the Waka Flocka thing that he talked about, right? 
the um insurance getting insurance um life insurance life, life insurance, insurance policy Huge. and then you yeah. can continue to take that out yeah and yeah and use that and then pay it back yeah yeah make sure hey make sure y'all do that though for real yeah get y'all, get y'all a life insurance policy yeah because then they can borrow yeah. against that shit yeah, yeah. i'm serious yeah, and that's team, so. Team. It's not like anti-capitalist stuff, Rain. It's more stuff like how to how to. Game. Trying to I don't want to say how to game the system, but like how to understand it. How to play the game that everybody else playing that that's yeah, not advertising. There's no exactly. rules on you know. I would say I'm I'm the one who's the pessimist that comes in and then makes a negative afterwards. But well, I, I I ask because I I feel like I see a decent amount of stuff that pokes holes in capitalism, but I don't see things that say what we should do um alternatively to capitalism right and so Mm. it's not just like there's a clear answer like capitalism is bad this is obviously what we should be doing it's like capitalism has all of these issues but nobody seems to be offering at least a a really clear solution as to like how to fix that right because if you like there there are other models for an economic society but nobody seems to just say socialism or this or that right yeah, yeah it comes down perfect, to the character right? of people like you need mm-hmm. altruism and ethics for capitalism to be perfect and come on <laughs> well, and, you get and, into and like the need, biology and of people and it's like you need yeah. empathy yeah and there's no empathy like our society strives to stamp out any empathetic notions or concerns it's very individualistic and it's about us and maybe then after that our family and then after that, it's like everybody else comes after. It's that crabs in a barrel mentality. Because but, yo, because yeah. go ahead. Because if you're empathetic, like you lose. Like yo, my frisbee tournament yesterday, we were <laughs> tied, and they they were low on male matching players because boys and girls playing together. They were low, and they're like, yo, can we switch the order so that more girls in our team plays? And my no, we were down too. And my team was like, yeah, we'll switch. I'm like, yo, we're fucking losing. Why are we helping their team? Like, mm. and then we ended up losing by seven because we did because we agreed to it. Yeah. Like, mm. if, if you try to be empathetic and be like, oh, yeah, we want y'all to be safe, you fucking lose big time. I was so yeah. pissed. Like, you guys are pussies. You look good thing I don't know you regularly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we know how T gonna be when he gets some money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just competitive, bro. And it like, yeah, why yeah. are we giving them a break if we're losing? But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's um. Like Darwinism, like at its finest, like survival of the fittest. It's it's an innate quality. People believe it's an innate quality humans have, yeah. right? Yeah. So like it's so how do you to, how do you to get around that? Well, we talked about I feel like we talked about this before too, right? Like working in the nonprofit sector, in order for us to like make money, we have to in some ways um align with a narrative. Mm. So yeah. Right. Like at the end of the day, we go into spaces D where we're talking about the lack of resources or, you know, how much, you know, scholars could benefit from, you know, these socio emotional programs, but we need money and stuff. And it's just like at the end of the day, like we we play our part. Yo, for mm-hmm. sure, man. Yeah, something to think about. That's all I got, yo. Because I could go on. I'll cut myself off because I could go off on feudalism, socialism, uh, imperialism, hegemony, capitalism, everything, all that. 
Machiavelli ideas and beliefs, all that. Like that's a a, a day for another a pod for another day. Mm. Um, but yeah, anybody has anything they want to say quickly or anything else they want to check in about? I'm good. Nah, Reem, Reem, you take us home, Reem. Oh, you can find us at the Dots Up Podcast. I got that right. Dots Up Dot Podcast. Dots Up Dot Podcast. I'm close. I'm close. Dots Up Dot Podcast. And like Mook says, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, and you won't be disappointed. And this has been another episode of the Dots Up Podcast. Break free and nobody care. The worst thing to do is forget about.